Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover package examines the state of the economy leading up to the budget. Joining me on the call is Forbes India's Samar Srivastava to talk about it. Hi, Samar. Hi, Abhishek. Uh, Samar, you've done the pre-budget uh, podcasts and cover stories in the past. Uh, how was it different this time given all the news leading up to uh, this month where the GDP growth is up, is at a six or seven year low overall and uh, the indicators don't look that good although the papers are you know currently talking about the largest strife going around in the country from the economic standpoint how was this cover different so you said it yourself abhishek that the economy has slowed down and as a result of that slowdown a lot of people are asking does it get worse does it stabilize does it get better from here and a lot of people expect that the government will um take very serious policy action in this budget as a result of which things could get better so two things number one i think that we've hit the bottom and from here things can bump along at this pace uh, although there are no signs of a pickup but there are no signs that things will get worse either and uh, of course we have to wait for the 1st of feb but there is enough news that the government is taking this budget very seriously and they will come up with uh, something that is very decisive and you mentioned that growth numbers are slated to stabilize in the next few quarters to quote from your story so do you see any signs of that happening are some sectors doing better than others which may be proxy for consumer spending like car or two wheelers or fmcg that that you infer from so i think that uh, growth numbers for a lot of sectors cars trucks consumer goods have fallen dramatically but there are enough signs that again because they've fallen so dramatically they might be 20% lower but they're not falling any further so to that extent they've stabilized and there are also signs that the the rural economy might do a little better because food prices are inching up and that you know is a straight income transfer to the rural economy and as a result of which they may have more spending power in the months to come most of india's growth story over the years has been driven by consumer spending uh, we long ago i remember having you know spoken to you on a podcast where you covered emi cards as the next big thing yes. which have overtaken yes. credit cards where people are buying stuff online uh, even in krumas of the world uh, now suddenly that has trickled down for various reasons you know, what is the impact on loans and leverage and credit that people rake up uh, when an economy is popped up by consumer spending as as india's has while it depends from sector to sector uh, for instance some automakers say that as much as 70% of their vehicle sales are financed and so it depends from sector to sector but leverage consumer loans emis have a huge impact on demand and this demand slowed down after the ilfs crisis because you had non banking companies that couldn't really get credit anymore there are some signs that that seems to be stabilizing and credit is flowing again and as a result of which consumers are getting loans again and so you know the fall in sales for a whole host of cars consumer durables etc should should stabilize and there is of course the uh, inflation angle now where uh, inflation was well below rbi's target of 4% but now it's hovering or perhaps breached it so how how does that uh, factor in 
it's it's primarily on account of food prices, but we have to see how durable this uptick is. Uh, if this uptick is here to stay, that means you can't have any interest rate cuts from this point. And that's not good news for companies. But having said that, the RBI has already cut interest rates enough and now it's for banks to pass them on. Um, and if they continue to pass them on, then that should be good enough for the time being. So the other two engines of growth are uh, exports and investments. They haven't... Uh really moved much. Uh, how does that, uh, you know, impact uh, an economy on the size of India? It impacts because incremental growth probably comes from there and uh, they haven't moved much and there are no signs of them moving at all. So let's just assume that those two engines are not going to fire. So what are some of the reasons, especially in the backdrop of the trade war with China that America is has engaged in where India could take advantage from? We could, but we have done nothing to, you know, to capture that incremental shift away from China. Countries like Vietnam and Bangladesh have benefited more. And as of now, there are no signs that a significant amount of Chinese manufacturing is moving to India. There are some sectors where uh, it may be moving, but that's it. Last couple of questions, Sabar. You you mentioned about how uh, the rural economy could be the next place where the, uh, you know, the growth will come from. In addition to inflation helping their crop prices to grow up, more credit might be dispersed to them is what you write. Is that yeah, so essentially higher crop prices means more money in their hands, which they then start spending. Uh, but we have to see whether higher crop prices results in a lot more planting of crops, which could result in excess production and prices falling. That's happened in the past. And so we'll have to wait and see how that one plays out. Overall, the last one, you know, this is a tough one to answer, but how soon before things change uh, in the overall economy with the measures that the government might take? Oh, it's very tough to tell. I mean, I mean, all the story says is that we keep bumping around at this four and a half, five, five and a half percent range, but don't expect seven, eight percent anytime soon. At least as of today, this could change, but as of today, don't expect anything anytime soon. Thanks, Samar. Uh, thanks for your time on this podcast. You're welcome, Abhishek. You're thanks, welcome. and thanks. all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to five one eight one eight.